Is there another Ghostface killer hiding in Scream 6? This is Nerdist Now. Scream 6 delivered one of the biggest and bloodiest sequels in the franchise's history, and set the stage for even more to come, especially since it's the biggest opening in the franchise's history. After watching Ghostface take Manhattan, I couldn't help but wonder, is there another Ghostface killer hiding within Scream 6? Let's dig in to find out. And if you haven't seen Scream 6 yet, you probably shouldn't be here. Because spoilers. Get out of my house! After looking back on the events of the film, I began to piece together a theory about how not only is Sam's love interest and proverbial hot guy across the hall, Danny Brackett, secretly involved in the events of Scream 6, but that he will come full circle to be the primary killer of Scream 7. Let's begin at the end and who we know was under the ghost face mask. The family of Scream 5 killer Richie Kirsch saw the series' first team of three ghost faces, Richie's sister Quinn, his brother Ethan, and his father, Detective Bailey. The film's climax sees the team of survivors plan on locking themselves inside the abandoned movie theater slash Ghostface shrine the group found earlier in the film in order to trap the killers. But a key moment comes just before they enter the building, in which Sam tells Danny to wait outside, not trusting him to join in the final fight. If Danny were a Ghostface, it would make sense that the only reason he was not revealed is because of this decision. It could even be argued that him showing up at the end with the police was actually part of the Kirsch family's plan to frame Sam as the killer. It's only when he shows up and sees that the plan failed that he chooses to lay low and bide his time instead. After all, their guilt does not prove his innocence. Everybody's a suspect! Now, there are a few key pieces of evidence to support this theory. The first being Quinn. The revelation of Quinn's involvement is particularly shocking as her character was seemingly killed earlier in the film during a Ghostface attack at the apartment building. It is revealed during the climax that Detective Bailey was able to be the first officer on the scene, allowing him to swap out her body and stage the murder. However, it feels like Danny also had an equally important role to play in selling her death not only to the Core Four, but to the authorities. Danny was the only person who witnessed Quinn's murder, and even sent pictures to the group in order to alert them. Not only that, but his act of getting everyone to cross over into his apartment through the windows might have been an essential piece of the plan as it redirected the group away from the crime scene. This would have been crucial in buying Detective Bailey and Quinn time to swap out the body and stage the crime scene before the cops arrived. The next major piece of evidence is the scene leading up to the climax where the characters take the subway, where it is Danny's interference that splits Mindy and Ethan from the rest of the group, and Danny is even accused of doing it intentionally by Chad. It's never brought back up as the group moves into the climax of the theater before they learn what happened, but the events that play out as a result of it suggest the accusation was true. With Ethan still under extreme suspicion and Quinn already masked and waiting, the attack on Mindy in the second car appeared to be a coordinated effort that could not have happened without the direct action that Danny took to split up the core four. Additionally, a speculatory theory within this theory is that it would also seemingly make sense that Danny was part of the Ghostface attack on Gale. The physical capabilities of who is under the mask have never been consistent, but it would make sense that Danny would be the Ghostface responsible for taking out Gail's boyfriend while Quinn toyed with Gail. It could also mean that the killer on the phone wasn't lying when they said they had left the building. 
Quinn could have fled when Gale got the gun, leaving Danny to stay and finish the job before being interrupted by Sam and Tara. This could even be taken further if you wanted to link Danny all the way back to the events of Screen 5, where he could have been the killer responsible for Dewey's death in the hospital instead of Amber. Yes, both Amber and Quinn make explicit remarks bragging about the attacks on Dewey and Gale respectively, but the idea of Danny secretly being involved leads to the main crux of my theory which is how the requel films have mirrored the original trilogy. While Scream 5 could be written off as following traditional requel tropes of echoing the first film, Scream 6 seemingly establishes a pattern with its numerous parallels to Scream 2. Beyond the college campus setting, there are several significant comparisons to the 1997 sequel, the biggest of which is the killers and their motives, family members of the previous film's killer out for revenge. There's even a Mickey stand-in with Tony Revolori's character from the opening, who was a film student with a more superfluous motive that ends up being killed by the main ghostface whose motive is personal. If Scream 7 continues this pattern, that would mean the next sequel would heavily mirror itself to the series' third entry, Scream 3. The ghostface of that film, Roman, is most notable as having been revealed to be a secret killer involved with the previous murders in a way that recontextualized the entire series. Continuing to build Sam and Danny's relationship in Scream 7, only to reveal him as a long game killer would be a perfect callback to Roman. Not only would this mean Danny could have been involved with the events of Scream 6, but my prediction is he will be revealed to have a deeper connection to Sam's past and the entire requel trilogy. After all, we still know very little about Sam and Tara's mother, or Tara's father, who abandoned the family after the secrets of Sam's true parentage were revealed. Could Danny go full Roman and have a familial connection to Sam and Tara? Could he be connected to another legacy victim or killer from the series? Does he have his own 54-year-old teenage ghost dad mentoring him? All we know for sure is that Stu Mocker is definitely dead, and that we'll have to wait until Scream 7 to find out more. But in the meantime, tell us, what did you think of Scream 6? Do you think Danny is secretly a ghost face? Who's your favorite member of the core four and why is it Mindy? I hear you're a horror fan. It's been said. Let us know in the comments below and don't forget to like and subscribe for all the latest in the world of pop culture right here on Nerdist. <laughs>